0: hello my beautiful souls how to get away from toxic relationship my name is sasha i'm an astrologer and mentor and founder of shine from within project and the mission of the project is to elevate awareness and help people live happy and inspiring lives so toxic relationship yes definitely it is something what can I would say, damage our lives. And relationships, they are very important because all our lives is about relationships. It's always about relationships with parents, with friends, with partners, with colleagues, with kids. So it is always about relationships. And if our pattern is toxic relationships, it means that we can't live a happy life. So in this episode, we are going to talk about how to actually get away from such patterns, from such behavior, and how to start living a happy life, how to be able to create healthy relationships. So to start with, let's delve a little bit deeper into the topic of healthy relationship. How healthy relationships form. I keep saying that healthy relationships are only possible if you and your partner are equals. And equality, it doesn't mean that you are supposed to be the same, like equally strong or earning equally or equally skilled in something. No, not at all, because when we are talking about relationship, how they get formed, um, it happens when polarities get attracted. And when I'm talking about polarities, I'm talking about masculine and feminine energy and it doesn't mean that if you came to this world in a specific body that you have the certain energy because there are a lot of situations and for example astrology reveals it easily that for example it's a woman but with predominant masculine energy or it's a man with predominant female energy And yes, such polarities, they also will get attracted because relationship, it's a unity of, it's like a beautiful dance of this masculine and feminine energy. And as I said, um, any of the partners could be an owner of rather masculine or feminine energy. And yes, the system is much harder. It's not just like this obvious, but I don't want to complicate it now, I just want you to understand that, okay, these polarities, they get attracted. And when they get attracted, they need to feel equal in this partnership, in this unity. So what is this equality? Equality means that both partners are feeling strong enough in their energy. And they look at each other with admiration and inspiration. So when you look at your partner and you see all the greatness, all the amazingness in that person, then it means that... You guys are equal. I mean, you also need to feel that you are amazing as well. So yes, you know that you are amazing and you look at your partner and you're like, OK, my partner is amazing. So yes, this is a quality. And with this, you can easily build healthy relationship. And yes, relationship is the whole process. It's a process. It's not just one thing you created and that's it. It's not a stable thing. It's always moving, transforming, growing process. But if you have a good foundation, then you can really grow something stunning from it. But without the foundation of this equality, the process will be much harder. I'm not saying that it's impossible. Everything is possible if you really want to make something, to do something, and if you are ready to keep going. So, yes again i'm referring to the idea that with good foundation it's much easier to actually build some healthy relationship and be happy and be inspired and like really charge your energy from your relationship getting back to this equality as i said yes sometimes could be women with predominant masculine energy, and then such women, they always attract men with feminine energy. And even in this situation, and as I said, situations can be very different. There are like so many different combinations like how people feel with their energy how they can manage their energy how they can actually use their masculine and feminine because we have both in us it's more of like what is predominant and how we can use like the other one but getting back yes even if it's a woman with masculine and men with feminine they can still be equal if they both are amazing at being themselves in such couple, women can be actually very good at earning money, for example, at uh, expressing herself in the outer world. This is a masculine energy to be in the outer world, to actually take actions, to do something, create something, produce something, your yeah, productivity. This is a masculine energy, while at the same time, man with feminine energy, he can also be amazing at his own role because he could actually uh, cover all this like practicality of life, like creating this cozy atmosphere, like really take care of like planning and structure and routine and like being this, um, ooh, what's the word? like a a pillar like some anchor anchor like creating this place or space um where both can relax yes i would say like that so like really taking care of this relaxation part because female energy is about relaxation And if both are amazing at being who they are and both are very aware of their energies and they see how beautifully they match together and create this unity, this process, then yes, it's already a great beginning, great foundation for healthy relationship. And as I said, each story is unique. So everything starts from a very good and deep understanding of who you are and how you can play along with what you have. And what toxic relationships are? obviously when there is no equality and when there is no equality it means that one is doing better and another one is doing um, worse so technically one has a higher position and another one has a lower position and we can easily find an analogy so it would be like a parent and a child or it would be an aggressor and the victim or like an abuser and the victim And yes, this is technically what toxic relationships are, when there is no equality, when people are on different levels. And for me, again, technically, for me, it's a very similar situation. It's rather abuser and victim or parent-child. It's similar because the child and the victim they don't really want to take responsibilities for their lives, while aggressor or abuser are those people who actually want to take responsibilities and I would say like overtake the whole life, like really dictate what other people supposed to do, how they're supposed to be, and like really put this like controlling um what would be the word? Again, <laughs> a controlling attitude, let's say so. And if we look from astrology perspective, then if I will simplify it and divide people into elemental archetypes, fire, earth, air, and water, then actually from already knowing what is the predominant element or a combo of predominant elements, we can already see and predict what kind of toxic relationship person will have tendency to get engaged in. And before I will explain that, I actually would like to uh, bring in very important um, terminology. It's called Kartman drama triangle because it's not just two positions usually. Uh, Very often, it's three positions. So, additionally, to aggressor or abuser and to a victim, or let's call it a child, yeah, but let's stick with victim, there is another third one, it's a rescuer. And the thing about this Carmen drama triangle is that people they keep building their relationship within this drama triangle. So, they enter into relationship from one of the positions, as I said, rather aggressor, rescuer, or victim, but they don't stay. Relationship, it's a process. And Cartman drama triangle, it's a process. So and then they start changing roles. So whatever position you got in, it's not going to be stable, so you will keep changing and you will go through all this. That's why it's called drama roller coaster. So, if we're talking about fire element, then such people most likely are entering the carbon drama triangle from a position of an aggressor, because fire people, they love to control everything, they love to be in charge, and they love to have things the way they want. So it's parenting position, or it's an aggressor position, like, anyway, someone who is in charge. Well, they could also get um, from the point of rescuing but i would say it's more rare the more often option would be actually aggressor if we're talking about earth element so then they are kind of nice but at the same time they really love stability so i would say they also could get engaged as aggressors because they want things to be in a certain way and they don't like changes, or they could also, because they very often have um, a big heart, so they also could get uh, in this drama as rescuers. Air and water, they are on the opposite side, so they are most likely gonna get engaged as a victim or as a child, person in a child's position, someone who is below, because they are, um, by origin, they are not strong enough, they are not independent enough, and like, yes, these are the qualities they need to develop through life, but if you are in a child's position or victim's position, uh, it's not so easy to do, and it takes time, and it's not happening straight away, so many people, instead of putting effort and spending time, they decide to use shortcut to find someone who has such qualities, so they wouldn't need to do anything. But as I said, when you are getting into relationship from child or victim's position, it means that you are not owning your life. It means that someone else is going to decide for you. And The more toxicity in relationship, the less decisions over your life you have. And sometimes it could be that like, you don't decide where you live. You don't decide um, how you spend your time. And sometimes even, I don't know, you could come to a cafe and it's not up to you how long you will spend on eating. Because when the one who is in charge will be done, you will have to go. So you will have to adjust your habits to the way your partner likes it, and I would say it's not a happy life, well for both, but anyway, so air and water people, predominance of air and water element in people, such people, they would probably engage from the position of victim, but as well, sometimes like air people, they know what are people as well sometimes you know when they get like too much care and they really want to help so they could get from a rescuing position and remember as i said like it's not that you always stay in this position but you start changing and changing those roles and it happens very easily like someone is rescuing and another person is in victim's position but victim doesn't want to change so victim stays the way one is and rescuer feels disappointed like frustrated it was like oh i spent so much time and nothing is changes and when we feel frustrated then there are options you can fall into victim as well and say like oh i spent a lot of time and money and nothing changed or you can get into aggressive position and you can get really angry about the situation which is not changing. And it doesn't always need to be a physical aggression, yes? So when I'm talking about aggressor or abuser, it doesn't necessarily need to be a physical aggression. It could be a passive aggression, you know, the way how a person interacts, the way how a person talks, But sometimes it could be not talking as well. So when you are like ghosting someone or you are silent, and this is also an aggression because another person doesn't understand what's going on, and it makes that person feel bad about themselves, about the situation, and also confused about what to do, like how I can change something, how I can solve the situation if there is no communication, right? So this is a passive aggression. And why why people get engaged into such relationship. I I would say this is the most important thing to know from this episode, something what you might find very insightful. And actually, if you do, don't forget to share these ideas. Don't forget to share it with other people and tag me. share because people can benefit and this world can become a better place and more people can become happier and more inspiring and tag me well it's just a little gratitude for me finding time and sharing all my knowledges all my wisdom i gained so yes Please don't hesitate to do such things. For you, it's nothing but for me, it's a lot of inspiration to actually keep going and keep sharing. So why people get engaged into toxic relationship? When we were talking about happiness and we were talking about um, how people, how two energies get attracted, this is how I explain happiness in general so happiness it's when the moments of tension are followed by moments of relaxation and this together creates a sequence tension relaxation tension relaxation tension relaxation this is how we get happiness this is how we start feeling happy feeling alive so we need tension that after we relax and we're like ah, life is amazing, and then, like, if we're too relaxed for a long time, then we also have problems, um, once I was explaining, like, think of these kids who have everything from the beginning, like, what's well, like, golden kids, Right, so they don't need to work, they have money, they have all the opportunities they can study wherever they want, they can study whatever they want they they, create, they can create any kind of business, they have connections, they have finances for that they can travel, they cannot work. Um, they can do whatever they want, so they're super free, and if we look at them, then we can see that very often they are not happy, and they start delving into negative um, habits, Yes, so it usually involves alcohol and other different substances, and actually, like, some inappropriate behavior, why? Because they are also looking for this happiness they can't obtain, even though they can be relaxed all the time. So happiness, it's not just relaxation. As I said, it's a sequence when tension is followed by relaxation, which is followed by tension and followed by relaxation. So only then we can feel alive and we can feel happiness. And If we look at toxic relationship, as I was saying, Corpman drama triangle, so drama, it's something what actually is mm, manifesting in the exactly same way. So people get into a fight, this is tension. But then after a while, they cool down and they find a solution, so they get together, and this is relaxation. But after a while, again, tension, fight, and then they get well, relaxation. So, you see, this is why people get into toxic relationship consciously or subconsciously. Everyone is seeking for happiness, and this is one of the ways how you can obtain this happiness because toxic relationship, they give you this very clear sequence, tension, relaxation, tension, relaxation. And yes, it is very easy to become addicted to such relationship because then you can say like, oh, I know it's hard, it's painful, but I do feel alive. I have um, an idea for you, a tip, a surprise, a recommendation. Well, an insight. Yeah, I love the word insight. You can create your own sequence for that. You don't need to engage into toxic relationship. You can create your own sequence of tensions and relaxations in your life. And it can be very simple like you have an intense training in the gym in the morning and after you have some chill time when you have i don't know a nice breakfast when you're just enjoying the process and then you have a working part but then you have a little chill time when you do something what you like something related to your hobby or maybe it's just a simple walk or whatever but the moment of relaxation And this is how our lives have been built, because we have a working week, and then we have our days of weekend. And that's why we work for a couple of months, and then we have vacation. So, yes, yes, people are mainly wise, especially if you understand how the system works. So, yeah but you can create your own system in your everyday. So create some intensive moments and then relaxing moments. And that's it. So this will give you this sense that you are alive and this will help you feel happy. And the best thing, you are in charge because you can really like create your schedule the way you want, and you can really affect the intensity, and you can really adjust it if you feel that something is missing and you need to add a little bit more of some parts. And if you become in charge, if you become self-sufficient, then this necessity to get into toxic relationship, it kind of evaporates. mean like if you are aware yeah and if you want to change so then you don't feel this urge to get back to the way how you were building it previously but then here I would like to mention another thing that many people they really like the intensity as well like tension relaxation but intensity of these sensations and that's why like, for example, people who like all these like extreme sports or people who like amusement parks, like literally roller coasters, because they like this intensity. And when you are into intensity, if you are into intensity, it means that you kind of lost this connection with your sensations. And to feel something, you need to have really gross sensations. So that's why people get, again, into drama, because it's like, if it hurts, then it hurts. It's like you're dying, like you literally feel like you've been stopped with a knife in your chest. So, and yes, um, and if we're talking about just life and trying to find these intensive experiences, then also very often it leads to addictions, because every time you need to intensify more and more and more, and such path never ends good, because whenever we start pushing our extremes, so it will become unhealthy, it's just the question of time. And what to do about this? I would say it's very, very important to reconnect with your sensations and really Uh, learn to feel subtle things. So, when you feel everything what's going on in your body, then actually even a simple walk outside can become already an amazing practice of gaining happiness. Because you can feel, you know, like, yeah, Example might sound silly for you, but imagine you walk and you are fully aware of your body and to move your body, you need to tense some muscles and you can feel how muscle get tensed and then like you put your leg down and it's relaxed and you lift another one, it's tensed and you put down, it's relaxed. So yes, you can actually start noticing and observing such moments all the time. And the more you focus on your sensations, um, the more subtle ones you can start noticing. And when you notice subtle ones, then you don't need to go for extremes. Because why? you already sense a lot, like, we, ha- we have sensations all the time, like, all the time, even right now, you are sitting and listening to me, and you have sensations, and you could be like, okay, I like her voice, or I don't like her voice, or she has accent, and it makes me feel something, yeah, maybe it's repelling, maybe you started realizing that, okay, uh, shit like how i was creating my life maybe you already start sensing discomfort within you but at the same time you can sense the temperature of the air around you you can sense the clothes over your body so there are so many different sensations and if you learn to reconnect with them then You don't need to go for extremes, and then you can really find this happiness in very simple things. So your life would become full of happiness no matter what is going on, no matter where you are. So you wouldn't need to have any specific condition. You wouldn't need to have any specific person next to you. So you will become self-sufficient. And when you are self-sufficient and when you have healthy relationship with yourself, then I would say you are an amazing partner to be with. And some people, they don't like this self-sufficiency idea I'm talking about, because if I'm self-sufficient, then why do I need a partner? Why do I need to get engaged into a relationship? Well, It's a great question because it is important why you're getting engaged into relationship. And I would say relationship, it's like a training, like personal development training Uh, relationship. It's not an easy thing. As I said, it's a process. So you get there when you have something to give when you have your happiness and you have a lot to share. So this is how you get into relationship. You have something to share to give. But along the way, as I said, it's a process, a lot of things will be changing, and it's very important that you know how to put yourself back together. And when you're able to put yourself back together, it means that you can continue. So you can continue making yourself happy, no matter what is going on with another person, because it's not your responsibility, but you and your condition. This is your responsibility. So, Yes, become self-sufficient. Learn how to make yourself happy. And as I said, really um, develop this um, engagement with subtle sensations, because then you can be happy anytime, anywhere. So if you guys liked this video or episode, and if you benefited from it, if you got your insights, Please leave some comments. I would love to hear your feedback and share it with your friends. Let's make this world a better place.